Welcome listeners to this episode of Public Service Psychology Now. I am Dr. Tanisha Blue. Today we interview Dr. Misa Akbar, American Psychological Association's Chief Diversity Officer. Dr. Akbar is a respected scientist practitioner and is charged with infusing equity, diversity, and inclusion, or EDI, into the fabric of the association's work. As the leading architect of APA's evolving EDI framework, Dr. Akbar works with APA staff, leaders, and members to refine and build a consensus for an overall plan. Dr. Akbar has a history of service provision, community work, and organizational transformation anchored in EDI. Dr. Akbar has authored articles, books, and book chapters on a range of topics that include racial identity development, racism, urban trauma, and allyship. Dr. Akbar is board certified in child and adolescent psychology by the American Board of Professional Psychology. Dr. Akbar has served as APA representative at the United Nations, providing research and guidance toward the development and implementation of psychologically informed policies that respect human rights and promote human welfare. Please take a listen. Welcome, Dr. Akbar. Um, thank you so much for doing this for us and for our listeners today. Hello, how are you? Um, You're very welcome and I'm happy to be here and talking to you about um, you know, these very important topics. Thank you. So we'll get started. Um, we want our listeners to hear about your role with APA. So tell us a little bit about what, you're, what you are doing in your role as Chief Diversity Officer with APA. Absolutely. So I started my role at APA um, about a little over a year ago. And um, my focus was to lead the Office of Equity, Diversity and Inclusion as APA's uh, Chief Diversity Officer. It's a fairly new office um, that's been created within the structure, the organizational structure of APA. Um, certainly an office that, uh, you know, that is significantly needed as the association has put a lot of focus and attention in um, driving um, EDI, equity, diversity, and inclusion across the association. And, um, you know, part of my job is to lead in architecting APA's um, EDI framework and that framework is um, ever evolving, it's iterative, um, it requires a lot of input from not only you know, our staff, but also our elected and appointed leaders from our divisional membership um, and leaders and um, you know, from our boards and committees. Um, and, and part of my job is to do a lot of listening and collaboration and partnership over, um, you know, providing greater definition for EDI in the scope of psychology and, and, and psychological science and in the way that we practice psychology. And overall to um, build consensus over how we plan to move EDI into the future um, of our discipline. So, you know, small tasks <laughs> here and there, <laughs> but certainly ever evolving. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. And the part of that that I think our, our listeners are 
I'm excited about, and I hope that our listeners are excited about, is this idea of um, the, the, the freshness of it and, and that you're here doing some work, being the architect and building, and that you're listening to us and getting feedback from us um, and, and building it and creating the EDI framework, but making sure that it's, it, it continues to, to grow and change as we understand more about what that means for us as psychologists and in our society. Absolutely. I mean, I think that, you know, we, we need to, um, we need to see EDI as something that is very flexible um, Mm -hmm. and that that's not prescriptive. Um, And we also need to see it as an opportunity for us to make um, institutional change and shift and in order for us to do that, there are multi-layered ways um, where we can, you know, um, start to make those measurable change. I mean, one of the greatest things that we did this past October is when council passed um, the apology resolution where APA um, has taken responsibility for the historical harms that it has caused against communities of color. And by doing that, what we've done is to hold ourselves accountable, right? Not just issuing an apology without accountability, but sort of, you know, making sure that we are clear about what we're apologizing for. That then allows us to determine, you know, and examine where we are now, but also to develop the metrics and the goals that are, that are needed in order for us to progress EDI into the future. And, you know, part of my job is, is building that out and determining what that's going to look like. And I can't see doing that without consensus building. I also can't see doing that without um, depending on the subject matter expertise that has come way before me when we had many trailblazers that were doing this work and heavily engaged in this work, you know, prior to the, the you know, Um, the implementation of an EDI office and whose shoulders I certainly stand on, you know, and and without the guidance and feedback and support um, of our members and of our leaders um, in the association to make sure and assure that we're doing it correctly. Absolutely, absolutely. And you talk about that consensus building. Um, What roles do you see for public service psychologists to, to continue working with you or collaborating you and performing um, the, the pursuit of anti-racist allyship and racial justice? That, that is such an incredibly important question, right? Because I think that much of what we've talked about in terms of looking at the landscape of EDI, and you said something really important just a, a little bit ago when, you know, when you talked about the fact that this is, um, you know, this is something that's everyone's responsibility, that, that we all need to um, have skin in the game and to have consensus about the way that we're going to, to move forward. And to me, the public service psychologists are not just part of the ecosystem of psychology in terms of like the membership of psychology or within the divisions, but they're also touching the, the public in, in an incredibly important way. And um, to me, building leaders in public service psychology that 
um, understand the critical, the critical importance of developing an anti-racism framework, of looking at the work that they do um, from the lens of EDI, that are able to look at the tools that we have developed, like the EDI framework and the inclusive language guidelines and utilize those tools in their everyday work. You know, this is how we really begin to effectuate change and how we begin to have societal level impact. And I think that there are, um, you know, there's different levels to this. Your, your question related to allyship is critical because this is not, just something that is relevant to communities of color or relevant just to racial justice. This is something that we must all have um, an important stake in and to determine um, you know, uh, collaboratively how we are gonna co-create the movement related to our discipline becoming um, you know, and, and growing into an inclusive and equitable and diverse, um, you know, uh, discipline in, in not just now, but into the future. I think that, you know, um, public service psychologists are uniquely positioned to be um, the representatives of psychology in the industries and the areas and the, the um, professions by which, you know, which they sit in. They, they sit in so many different tables that are multidisciplinary. And so being able to carry forward that message um, of APA's commitment and their personal commitment to EDI is so critically important. I really like that, Lisa. I really like that. The, the idea that we are part of, as public service psychologists, we're part of psychology and we're part of the communities. And we're part of, and, and using the tools that have, have been um, put out there for us and to continue to, to change the places where we work, to be instruments of change where we work, but also to help inform what's happening at APA, to give feedback to APA. So we have a what seems to me as we're talking this critical role of, of being able to, to communicate not only where we are, but also to APA and be a, and be a, a, a critical link. Yeah, Tanisha, I mean, you nailed it, right? Like, I think that there's an opportunity to think about this from the perspective of like being change agents. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, how do you use and, and that power and leverage that opportunity to influence the way that think that people think about not just psychology uh, and the utilization of psychology, you know, whether it's, you know, in a community mental health environment or in the VA, you know, or in the academic setting that you sit in, but also how psychology and diversity science, you know, EDI science, um, it, it plays such a critical role. I mean, we are really positioned to be able to um, think about how we define EDI from a psych, you know, psych science perspective, mm -hmm. because, you know, who better in terms of understanding human behavior and the way that we interact with one another, our behaviors, our attitudes, um, you know, our morals, our values, 
um, than, than psychologists. I mean, we keenly understand that and all of those things are tied to how we view the world and how we interact with one another. Um, so exemplifying EDI, exemplifying, you know, um, how we build, you know, uh, communities that are um, living up to the expectation of justice, you know, um, of equitable justice um, can be um, such an important part of, of the psychologist's DNA. You know, we like to call them in our office EDI ambassadors, you know, and so I'd love to challenge your audience to say, not only do I have definition around being a public service psychologist um, in the space that I occupy, but I can also be an EDI ambassador in all of these spaces as well. I really like that. I like that term, EDI ambassador. Mm. And something, it's something that they can, they can feel confident that they're making changes and they are part of a larger community of people who are, are building an equitable and more just psychology and, as, and society. That's awesome. So, um, we've covered a lot of ground here. We've got given us a lot of information about what you do, the roles that we play at, in public service psychology and as public service psychologists. Is there something that we haven't discussed that you would like for us as public service psychologists to know about what's happening at APA? Yeah, I mean, I'd love to catch everybody up to what's happening now, right? I, I talked a little bit about sort of the, the resolutions that were passed in October, you know, at council being the policymaking body of the association and really um, setting forth, um, you know, the, the commitments of the association. It's, it's so important for us to be interconnected in the work that we're doing. And so, um, you know, we passed the trio of resolutions in October, not just the apology, but also the dismantling racism work, which actually spells out how psychology can make major contributions in dismantling racism in specific sectors and settings. And I'll name just a few, uh, you know, the research enterprise, healthcare, education, the criminal justice system. So if you're a public service psychologist that actually works in one of these sectors and settings, I would really recommend that you read that resolution and that those, those therefore statements in terms of some of the actionable steps that can be taken from the lens of psychology are so critically important. Um, the third resolution that we passed was around health equity. And so if you work in the healthcare system or you're focused on creating health equity, um, and whatever clinical care um, uh, space uh, that, that you sit in, um, you know, that's another extremely important resolution to sort of um, take a look at. My, my office and a lot of the work of um, uh, the leadership at, at APA has now shifted their focus from the, that October meeting into um, developing a audit system to take a look at, well, what are the activities that we're currently engaged in related to racial equity? And um, we just completed, literally hot off the press, we just completed that audit. You can definitely find it at the, the EDI website and the APA, um, on, the, on the greater APA website. Um, and that audit demonstrates um, the kind of work that we've been doing um, it looks at representation and demographic of the discipline of psychology, but more importantly, 
um, our, our leaders, our appointed and elected leaders, and also the demographic of our staff, um, because we want to secure representation. Um, and then it looks at what are the activities that we're currently engaged in. And, you know, in general, Tanisha, what I'll say is that we are engaged in doing a lot of work, but that what the results of those data really demonstrate is that they're largely uncoordinated. So while we're doing a lot, we're, we're not demonstrating a great deal of impact. And, you know, I liken it to like running in mud, you know, we're, we're exerting a lot of effort and we're, we're working really hard, but we're not moving very far. And so our next focus, which will come up um, for the remainder of the year, is trying to map out what are going to be the priorities of the association moving forward related to racial equity work, and how can we measure, um, truly measure the outcomes, the goals, but most importantly, the impact that we will make as a discipline um, in dismantling uh, systemic racism and in addressing racial equity in the future. That it, so that is wonderful. I'm so happy to hear that um, that you folks are measuring, not develop some resolutions, and that's wonderful. But it's really about measuring what's happening right now, what's happening on the ground, and how we can truly make a change and make a difference. And I and I and I like that that idea of running in mud because sometimes it feels like you, it can feel like the work that I'm doing, the work that I'm doing, it's very meaningful and very exciting. And, and, and not knowing whether or not it's actually making an impact is, really, is, is that's really valuable, especially when we're talking about creating equity. And so I'm glad to hear that, that that's being assessed and that we are moving forward to changing that. And um, I'm glad to hear that APA is doing that and that you're and I'm excited about the work that you're doing as our leader in this field. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me here and, um, you know, for sharing with um, the public service psychologist um, the work that we are doing. And please, we are more than open to continue in, in collaboration um, with, um, you know, the, the divisions around this work. Um, so uh, feel free to reach out if there's any questions that you have. Um, our direct email address is edi at apa.org. And if there's any way that we can help you, uh, email you the tools, direct you in the right direction, we would be very happy to do that. Um, so thank you again for having me and for elevating this very important conversation. Okay, thank you. And thank you again for being here with us. And um, listeners, I want, I want to publicly thank Dr. Lisa Akbar for participating in Public Service Psychology Now. This has been a wonderful and riveting discussion, and we appreciate your work. Thank you, Dr. Akbar. Thank you.